Jack, what up, family? You know we gotta keep our foot on these niggas next. Thursday, if you pick up this goddamn phone, when I pick up my fingers off my nose, nigga, all I look at is dirty ass, dirt, dirt bag ass, Jack. Straight from the sack wall. Pick up the phone, nigga, it's after nine, I know your minutes free. Dirt bag, what it is? Dirty ass nigga. First off, I want to start off by saying thank you for listening. Um, the second thing I want to start off uh, by saying is Happy New Year. I know when this show is released, it'll be January 14th. Um, we're halfway through the month, but it's the first episode being recorded of the year, so Happy New Year. Um, may your uh, resolutions be as uh, long or short as your troubles, or I should say, May your troubles be as long as your New Year's resolution. I fuck, just whatever. Happy New Year. Um, I know some of y'all out there probably uh, got New Year's resolutions. And, you know, that's cool if that's what you're into. Um, I personally don't think I need, you know, the, the beginning of a new year to, to start something that I think would um, benefit me. You know, I can start those at any time, and I've um, conditioned myself to to operate like that. You know, in the past, I did have New Year's resolutions, and they lasted all of about a week or two, maybe a month for some, but, you know, after a while, they just kind of disappear, and that was that. Then I got a little older, and I was just like, why do I have to wait until January 1st to start something, start a habit? A beneficial habit for myself so I just stopped doing it you know um, but I am funny in the way that when I do want to start something if I decide I want to start something on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday I feel like I got to start at the beginning of the week because it just seems odd to do stuff you know start something new in the middle of the week or at the end of the week but it's just hard for I, it's like it's just wrong, you know what I'm saying? I got to start off at the beginning somewhere. But, you know, I'm 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 slowly starting to come away from that too. You know. You know, there's no time like the present when you you want to start something. So, why wait? You know, you might not have tomorrow. You might not have the next few minutes. Just start. Just do it. Don't wait for anything unless like it's something where you got to wait like you ordered something and you need it to start whatever but i'm done i'm done with that part of you know trying to better myself waiting for something like the beginning of a new year to start i mean i just don't need that but you know we in 2019 um 
it, it, it feels the same as 2018. The only thing different for me is just new money. Like, that's it. New money, more money. But that's not, that's not you know, the end all be all. At least not for me. Like, I just got so much that I want to accomplish. And it just so happens that I did need a new year to uh to to start those things one reason being is because now my student loans are uh taking effect this month so that's one more uh bill that i gotta you know throw in the checkbook and start balancing out i got a few other things that's gonna start costing me more money and the things that i want to you know get a jump start on are going to cost me money also so you know these bills don't stop man like it's just so much that you know you kind of got to spread yourself out a little bit especially if you want to do this and i don't want to wait like that's the thing i don't want to wait until you know i'm in a position where it's not gonna hurt as much i'm ready to do this shit now like i don't want to i don't want to wait you know, I'm patient with a lot of things, but then there are things that I want, I've wanted for so long that I just don't want to wait for anymore, you know? And if it's within my power, I'm not gonna wait. I'm just gonna, you know, buckle down, get jiggy with it and get started. Like, it's just plain and simple. I don't want to wait for, you know, for for a, a tax refund, I don't want to wait for a bonus check. You know, if I can start whatever it is that I want to do with fifty bucks, but it costs me five thousand. If I can pay for it over time, I'm just gonna do that. I don't want to wait. I'm not waiting, dog. Like why wait? Why why would I why would I torture myself? Like I'm not a kid anymore. Like you know if when you were younger. If your parents were like this, whoever raised your grandparents, you maybe y'all went grocery shopping, you wanted some Apple Jacks. Then you saw the Fruit Loops. Then you saw the Honeycombs. Then you saw the Cocoa Pub with, with Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch, French Toast Crunch, whatever it was. Maybe they bought two, three boxes of cereal at, at the same time, but what did they always tell you? Eat one box at a time. For fucking what? Like, you think because I opened two or three boxes at once that I'm not going to eat it all? Like, this is cereal. It's sugar. We're going to kill it. And, you know, now that's what I do. I don't care if I buy four boxes of cereal. I might have this one today, have a different one the next day, another one the other day. Like, I'm not waiting. It's for what? It's there for me to get. Why not? Just go and get it. It's not going to hurt anything. So, you know... And like I said, I did say I was, I'm, I'm patient with, you know, a lot of things, but I'm getting to the point where, you know, I'm getting older, you know, things are, I don't want to say becoming harder, but things are changing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the same luxuries I did when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? I got more responsibility now, and that's taking up a lot of uh, resources. So I just got to you know hop on the train now and start doing the things that i want to do immediately you know what i'm saying so that's what it is just like with this podcast shit you know i always wanted to do it and 
I had wanted to do it for so long that I wanted to get everything lined up, positioned right, get the people that I wanted to uh, to be a part of it. But, you know, I found myself waiting, 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 and waiting. So, you know, the first, the first round it took like five years before before when the idea when I had the idea it took five years for the first episode something like that because I waited waited and waited you know what I'm saying and had I just jumped in and done it when um oh yeah I forgot I gotta do this question shit had I done it when I first you know had the idea you know who knows what could have been had I you know just jumped in and did it but you know I didn't have the resources to do it um and when I did I didn't I didn't you know I didn't pull the trigger so you know that's a lesson learned as as I got older you know just if there's something that you want to do and you got the resources to do it don't wait just do it so now I got the resources I got the space. I definitely have the time. So I, I, I just put my foot on the throttle and I went. I'm doing it now. And um, this is episode number nine. And from the first two go-rounds, I mean, first two go-rounds with podcasting, or, you know, I didn't get past three on one and I think two on another one. And here I am on number nine. And I'm I'm working on being more consistent, so I'm proud of myself. I gotta pat myself on the back. I, I know I've said it before, but you know when you start seeing growth in yourself, you know it's a beautiful thing, man. You you see yourself um, progressing into this different person for the better. You know you're setting out to accomplish your goals. You you're reaching them. You you you're doing it. So. Yeah, I definitely feel good about that. And not only that, with this podcast and stuff, I am I'm I'm trying to develop the chops for it. Like I I I'm not an interviewer type of person. Like because you know, when I think of an interview, the people that I think about conducting interviews are I know they're asking questions for themselves, but they also have other people in mind. They're asking questions for, you know, the public or, you know, whoever that audience is uh, is for. So I just know that if I'm interviewing somebody, then I'm probably going to be asking questions or interviewing them about stuff that I want to know. I'm, I'm really not so much concerned about the other, you know, the audience because I'm not an interviewer. You know what I'm saying? And like the people that I had on the show in the past, these were people that I knew. These are people that I grew up with. So, you know, it's a little bit different in that aspect. But even just having those people on, you know, if there comes a time where I have somebody on that I don't know or I don't know much about, you know, all of this should be you know getting me set up for you know those people that I I don't know so you know it it all 
should come come together sooner or later. Uh, like I said, I'm still working on my chops, so it is what it is. And you know, having these solo episodes, that's that's helping you know in its own way. And another thing that I looked at about you know the, from from my my personal growth, you know, having a podcast, uh, you know, it's helping my conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like I I can have a conversation with you about anything for the most part but definitely something I'm knowledgeable on but you know just having conversations with different people all the time you know is just helping my conversation game so you know I'm doing that part for me also I know it's gonna come a time where you know my mouthpiece is gonna have to be flawless so this is helping me in that way and I'm definitely happy about it. Um, I got a few things in store for the show. Uh, I think I've already announced it that, you know, past couple few episodes ago, I had one of my, you could say childhood friend, um, classmate from middle school, Leon. Um, he has committed to being my my permanent I don't even want to say my because, you know, I'm giving him the same, the same ground that I have. So he he would have the same creative control that I would. It's just that I'm handling all the technical stuff. But that's, he's gonna be the, the you know the other half of the show. So it might be a rebranding thing going on with that. We'll talk about it today is the day he's getting married in Las Vegas. Yeah, something came up that I couldn't make it. I had my room booked, you know, had my flight booked. But you know, when you the head when you the, when you the I'm not the head, but when I got people that work up under me, when something happens to them, I gotta step in. So that's that's part of the role I took on when I got this job. So I'm 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 okay with that. You know, I called him, I said, or I texted him. I was like, you know, congratulations. I ain't going to be able to make it, though, but, you know, congrats. So, big ups to him on, you know, getting ready to jump that broom uh, later today. That's a big move. That's a big, big move. But he's a smart dude. He know what he's doing. And uh, I wish him all the best with that. But, yeah, he's going to be the guest. God, I keep saying that. He's going to be my co-host. He's going to be the co-host of the show. Um, so, yeah, be looking for that. Um, that dude is real creative, and I know he'll be able to contribute a lot to the show, and it won't be as – I don't know, man. I listened to a single-person podcast before, and it's I'm used to listening to at least two to four people on the show and just the back and forth that those people have with each other is entertaining, is – it's like a real conversation, but when I listened to the one person, it was hard, man. Like, and the dude is funny. It's, it's like it's it's real entertaining, but just listening to one person talk, it was for me. It was a little bit difficult. So, but I, I can't just not do an episode. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I'm recording. Um, but yeah, man, there's big things, big things in store for sure. Now, I 
I, you know, if you're listening to the show, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on Facebook, then you know I made it available to ask me questions anonymously. Uh, didn't have to necessarily be about the show. It could just be anything. Now, I've received questions. Now, I'm not necessarily sure how this app works. So, I don't know if it's just like anybody asking me questions. Is it like just random people? Is it people that I, it's, it's anonymous? I have no idea. Some of them I think are, you know, just like generated, but whatever the case is, some of them are pretty good. Some of them is trash. And I will go through and answer some. But, you know, I want to start off by, you know, I really don't want to talk about it because I, I want to have somebody to throw it to. And maybe I will uh, next weekend for the next show. But this whole thing about R. Kelly, um, it's nothing new to me. I would venture to say that it's nothing new to a lot of other people. But, you know, now it's, it's getting some legs. Um, the documentary, I saw some of the episodes. Um, and nothing surprises me. And I, I don't want to be the person that puts um, something on the parents because you just don't know how you would react or act in a situation like that. Well, I mean, you, you think you know how you would act, um, but I think there's also the possibility that you don't know also. I mean, there, it's just an unknown. Um, I'd like to think that if it were my daughter and she wanted to go with some singer who had a reputation of messing around with underage girls, that I'd just say, no, it's not worth anything you know, to to go forward with that. If my daughter came to me at 16 and said, hey, I want to pursue a career in singing, blah, 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 this artist, such and such, let's just, just, just throw the R. Kelly thing out there. Let's just say it's R. Kelly and the knowledge that I have of him, she brings this to me. I'm just like, you do not have my blessing. Like, there's no, there's no situation where I... You have to be an adult. I would tell my daughter, you have to be an adult. And 18, I know legally 18 is an adult, but man, just looking back on myself at 18, the decisions that I made, like, I, if I was out on my own, I, I believe I could survive, but it would have been a lot of falling. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, 18 year olds aren't able to make those those real decisions those real those decisions that could impact you in 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 dramatic ways so and 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 to piggyback off of that think about the older women who were with R Kelly who knew about his reputation so 
and I'll probably catch some heat for saying that, you know, for some of the older women who 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 had relationships with R. Kelly knowing his uh his past or his reputation or what the speculations were about him. How much of what happened to them do you really put on R. Kelly? Because consenting adults I mean, if you're not being held against your will, listen, I can't speak for anybody else. So, you know, I hear all the time, like, when women are in abusive relationships, people just say, well, why didn't you just leave? And they always make it seem like it's it's not that easy. And I get that it's probably not that easy. If you're in an abusive relationship and your partner's telling you if you leave, this gonna happen or whatever you so afraid to leave you're afraid that leaving will do more damage than staying so i can i could i can see that a little bit but i mean while i can be empathetic i can also take a step back and be like if you really think about if you think about it logically man i you know it's it's another outcome that could be had but my daughter no underage no not even with supervision. I'm just not exposing you to that. I wouldn't do it. I'm not knocking the parents that did. I don't know their situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they on food stamps. I don't know if they don't have a car. I don't know if they don't have heat, running water, food, whatever the case is. And if 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 their daughter going with R. Kelly, look, it's no excuse, but we know way 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 back and even now still in some cultures hey, you might be able to trade a, a few cows for your for somebody's daughter like daughters were gifts i'm not condoning it i'm just saying this is historic daughters were gifts like kings of different nations gave daughters to other kings sons you know so that they were it would be peace between the two the two peoples you know the two kingdoms don't make it right i understand that duh okay but what i'm saying is i don't know these parents situations i don't know what decided what the deciding factors were on why they would allow their child to go with a man a man I won't say a man I'll just say an adult a seasoned adult with no supervision and even when they did have a supervision like you know stuff still happened I, I think we put too much faith in people and I wish we could put faith in people you know especially if we know them if we don't know them Definitely not. But, I mean, even the people that are close to you can still hurt you. We see that all the time. That uncle that everybody has or that some people have who look a little hard, hug a little too long, make the side comments. You know what I'm saying? Um, We all have. I'll just go out. Yeah, we all have them, whether we know them or not. I'm pretty sure they exist. I know they exist somewhere in my family. 
but you know it comes a time where normal has to be recognized as you know just normal has to be recognized as what do I want to call it like just disgusting behavior like just because it's normal don't make it right you know what I'm saying don't make it right like I I remember being in the car with older dudes who were adults like legal adults probably late 20s maybe even early 30s driving around of course you ne you, you never know how old a person is just by the way they look but there are some who look older than what they really are i went when i was in school like when i was in middle school there were definitely girls who didn't look like they were how old is middle school 13 even in high school there were definitely girls who didn't look their age right and when i'm riding in the car with these people they not looking at them as what age they are they looking at them as i this is just from my view all right i can't speak to certainty but from what i've observed and i'm not condoning it i don't care i'm gonna preface this too whatever i say is what i say i'm not insinuating anything and even if by something i say by omission i'm not insinuating whatever it is that you think it is i'm saying it i'm using words i'm not playing guessing games so i just want that to be clear because if i'm saying they're looking at them by how old they look and not how old they are somebody might say well whatever the fuck they might say say it i don't give a shit but i'm letting you know what i mean and that's that and i'm not condoning any of this nasty uh underage pedoph pedophilic pedophilia whatever the pedophiles a pedophile's behavior i'm not condoning any of it i'm against it burn you know what i'm saying because i got daughters too and i crossed the line for them but i just know that when i was in the vehicle with these people they were looking at these people by their outward appearance and being that age the same age as some of the girls they were looking at i know that they weren't of legal age but they didn't look it don't make it right note it all right but i'm just saying it's so many stones you can unturn to try to figure out the ins and outs of why you know somebody like r kelly might be the way they are and you know this behavior that um some of these people have um is a learned behavior again that doesn't make it right but it is a learned behavior 
I just watched um, Nick Cannon's got this little YouTube thing called Cannon's Class. It's pretty dope so far from what I've seen. He had Angela Rao on one, one episode, and they were talking about voting and stuff like that, where Angela Rao was saying that, you know, she used to go with her father voting. So that was something that was instilled in her young. She saw that process. He, her dad was explaining to her the importance of voting. So when you bring your child up in that, when they get older, you know, the, the chances of them falling in line with what your, your, your agenda was is pretty strong. So now she's, an, she, you know, if you know her, she's an advocate of, for voting. And Nick Cannon is, I don't want to say necessarily opposite, but he's not on the same page as she is about it you know what I'm saying so that's the learned behavior you know just by watching your parents what they teaching you and in her case you know voting I would say that's something <laughs> good right she's voting that's you know that that's your right as a United States citizen vote these elections affect you, whether you vote or not. So why not have your say so? But as for, you know, people like R. Kelly, with those learned behaviors that are negative, again, it don't make it right because we live in a time where, you know, you know, everything is being exposed. And I think it's as simple as this. If you got to hide something to do it, if you got to keep it away from people, it's probably wrong. If you can't do whatever it is that you're doing in front of people, it's probably wrong. Uh, yeah, Some things are private, but, you know, some activities that people hide from other people, like people who do drugs. They don't always do them drugs in front of people. Some will. But, you know, they'll go someplace secluded and do that. Right? Hoes and Johns. They go someplace secluded and handle their business. Hotel room, car, alley, wherever. They hiding it. People like R. Kelly. I mean, you've heard stories where... Like, look at the Ariel Castro thing. Had the girls in the basement, had the girls, I think, in the attic or something. He kept that hidden. He knew what he was doing was wrong. And if the allegations of uh, what, 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 what are about R. Kelly are true, he know what he doing is wrong. Listen, they are allegations. Allegations in the fact that legally there hasn't been any repercussions. Now, you've got the victims of, of R. Kelly who come out and say these things. What, what, let's take it here. When does an allegation become a reality? When does all this alleged activity becomes a reality? When there's legal evidence 
or when somebody verbalizes it. I'm not. I'm just not putting that much thought into it. Be, uh, listen, and I'll say this too. What's going on with R. Kelly doesn't directly affect me. And I know I have daughters. As of right now, that shit does not affect me. But what it is doing is putting me on alert. Because I know it's people out here who move like that. I don't know them personally. But all I had to do was see one in the news, some child abductor, pedophile dude. All it takes is one to put me on alert to know that there's people out there like that. There's too many people on this planet for there just to be one person like that. There's more than one serial killer. There's more than one pedophile. There's more than one criminal. There's more than one drug addict. You know what I'm saying? So just certain shit that that I think you should only have to see once to know that they're out here. If there's one, there's more. It's just with shit like this, you just don't know who it is. These, like, the people who are pedophiles, man, they are everywhere. They might be your neighbor. They might be your boss. They might be your coworker, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. It could be anybody. These people lead normal lives because they doing all this other shit in private. You just never know who a person is. And that's why a lot of people probably having a hard time with R. Kelly, you know, coming to his defense because they've only seen this one side of him. It's some, it's some, it's some, some deep shit, man. Like, I, w- I just wouldn't allow my daughter to put herself in that position. So long as I had control, I would not allow her to put herself in that position. And. I'm raising my daughters, you know, as they get older, when I can talk to them about certain things, to I got to put them up on game, man, because, you know, when I was younger, and when I say younger, I would say middle school age up until maybe until about I was 18 or 19, 20 or something like that. You know, we we did things that would probably fall under some Me Too type shit. We would go around slapping girls on the ass. Some dudes, I I don't think I ever did it. Some dudes used to go around pulling bra straps. I ain't never grabbed nobody by the pussy. Um, Because back then, that was the normal thing. That was normal behavior. Like, but we grow. But back then, that was normal behavior, slapping the girl on the ass, grabbing the titty. Now we know better. You know what I'm saying? We grow. Well, some of us grow. But we know better now. Like, that's not shit we supposed to be doing. You know, you don't come in somebody's personal space. I mean, I can't, saying especially if kind of, you know, washes it like I, don't come in somebody's personal space and and grab on them especially if you don't know them like I was saying especially if don't it just kind of washes it whether you know them or not in any situation you probably shouldn't be doing it 
I say probably because I don't know the the extent of anybody's relationship. You know, I I'm speaking from experience. <clears throat> experience. I don't think I've ever grabbed a girl's ass unless they grab mine first. That's just not a game I was gonna play. I couldn't be the dude who got in trouble for grabbing a girl's ass. If I grabbed your ass or slapped your ass, nine times out of ten it's because you grabbed mine first. Or you said something that let me know that grabbing your ass was fair game. But, again, we we should grow. We should evolve. That same shit that we used to do is no longer okay. I don't know what kids are doing in school now. I mean, I I feel like I think that it's probably along the same lines of the shit that we did when I was in middle school, high school, you know? But, you know, as an adult now, as a 32-year-old adult, the shit that I used to do no longer is no longer acceptable. And that's fine with me. I'm 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 cool with it. I understand. That shit was violating for real. Like how you just walk up on somebody and grab their ass. Especially here, I'm watching it. But especially if you don't know them. Just like some random. How you just but I know people do that. Like, it's a thing out here. I've seen videos, whether they were staged or not. There are videos of like dudes just walking up on a chick, hey baby, grabbing them on the ass. You're like, that shit is okay. Like, bruh, who who raised you? But again, like I say, that's learned behavior. Somebody probably taught that to him. And I'm glad that, you know, people are having the conversations now about like that shit ain't cool. I do I do have a healthy uh, bit of skepticism about a lot of things. I'm not taking sides. I, I try to look look at things objectively, logically, try to see both sides and try to see as many outcomes as possible. So I don't care if you think that I'm siding one way or another. I'm basing everything on what I see and what could, I don't want to say what could be, but what could be unseen. And, and, and you know, just shit that people don't necessarily say or want to talk about. Like, okay, on one side, it's probably going to sound sexist, but I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, and in some ways I am sexist. Who the fuck text me? Um, my boss. Um, but it is what it is. So this is my show, and I'm going to go out and say it. Ain't nobody sponsoring this. I don't have to worry about, you know, anybody in that way. 
I do find it. I think it's uh, somewhat of a coincidence that all these things are happening all of a sudden. You know, one domino failed. Okay, regardless of if this was knowledge that people had years ago, people pull up old clips of Bill Cosby talking about Spanish Fly or old clips of comedians talking about Bill Cosby drugging uh, women. Okay. It's just this whole thing about one person coming forward and then another person coming forward and then another person coming forward and just this whole barrage of people coming forward saying something happened to me too. I can't speak for them. I don't know about, you know, events that happen to people uh, and how it affects them because nothing like that has happened to me. So I'm not necessarily discrediting them, but from my position, this is why I don't talk about a lot of this shit because I, I have no horse in this race at all. It's just a talking point. But from my position, it, there's just something odd about it. Like, one person after another, after another, after another, after another, saying that this happened to me, that he did this. I'm not speaking on anybody specifically, but it's just a, it's, it's just a trend. Bill Cosby, then however many women came after that, and in whatever amount of time. Like, how is it that one person comes forward and makes national news, another person comes forward and makes national news, Five people come forward and makes national news. Again, I can't speak for these other people. Why did it take X amount of people to come forward before another person came forward? Or maybe it's just the news cycle. Maybe they the, 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 the news outlets are vetting these people's stories. And that's why it seems like they're coming out in this staggered way that they are. I don't know. But the way it's coming out, one after another, after another, after another, is just something about that that's kind of like, hmm, what's going on here? Right? That's just me. Maybe somebody else feel like that. Maybe they don't. If they don't, cool. If they do, cool too. But from my seat, from my position, this is the way I'm observing it. Then Harvey Weinstein, now, here's the other thing. Harvey Weinstein, there's video evidence. Yeah. The video evidence that I saw is just him being a creep. With everything that's been said about him, the video evidence showed me that he was a creep. And the last I checked, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a creep. I know how it sounds, but, I mean, being a creep isn't illegal. Okay. You're taking his side. You're part of the problem. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck what you think. I know what I'm not. But that video evidence showed him being a creep. Um, and as far as I know, uh, the women that um, are talking about Harvey Weinstein 
Weinstein, Weinstein, wine, wine, wine. Uh, you know, I, everything that I haven't done, like legitimate research, just the stuff I read in passing, some of the stuff I see on the news. Um, most of this stuff was between consenting adults. Now, I'm not saying it's right. What he did, it's, it, it seems to me like it's an abuse of power. You want to be in a movie? Yes. You, you are talented. Um, uh, sit on my lap. But what does that have to do? Do you, you want to be in this movie or not? Okay, well, then this lap is where you'll sit with your pants off. Uh, why don't you get on your knees and put your face in my lap? But I'm Harvey. <laughs> do you want to be in this movie or not? All right, let's not call it consenting adults. Maybe we can use the word duress. Uh, or some other lack thereof word. But, you know, from my seat, his situation, look, it's gross. It is. Like, I I don't see or understand why a, a, a dude has to go through all of that to try to get some action. Fuck with somebody who like you. It's that simple. But when you got power and you can hang it over somebody's head, you know, some people go ahead and abuse it, like Harvey Weinstein. The fuck? And, and like, I, I disagree with that, like, wholeheartedly. I don't understand why somebody would do that. Like, I definitely don't condone, like, the creepy behavior. And I know uh, some dudes who were guilty of it. Like, I worked with at least one. And if you worked with me, then you, and if you know me, and it's ringing bells, then you know. But... I just, I don't know, like, what, what, what are these people after? Like, really, what is the end game for them? All of the people coming forward saying, you know, such and such did this or such and such did that. What, 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 what? It just, it, I, I find it hard. I don't understand. I'll just say that that's what I'll say. I don't understand how something that they think is so wrong. I mean, these are adults now. Like, some, I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein and even Bill Cosby, too. And now, just to be clear, I would have the same conversation if the shoe was on the other foot. If it was a woman being 
um, uh, ostracized for these events. If it was a woman who was being put in this uh, light, abusing their power. Because wrong is wrong. I don't fuck how it sounds. Wrong is wrong. If it's wrong. Right? If it's wrong, it's wrong. It's just wrong. Like, why does there have to be a left, right, up, and down about it? Wrong, right, or wrong. That's it. That's the way I'm looking at it. Not right or wrong if. Dude was a creep. Even Bill Cosby was a creep. Like, you had to slip somebody a, a drug? Like, that, yeah, that's rape. I don't know the Harvey Weinstein. I don't know if Harvey Weinstein raped anybody. I don't know if Bill Cosby raped anybody. I don't know if any, like, I don't know. Who knows? The only people that really know were the people that were there. So now everybody is fighting over some he said, she said. Now I get why, you know, I'm going to just call it what it is. Here come a sexist comment. All these vaginas getting together and just siding with each other. Not all of them. Somebody going to be offended. What you eat don't make me shit. But um, it, it seems like, you know, and I mean, listen, black people do it too. You just come running to people's aid because they look like you. Y'all got something in common. Now, when I said that I would run to my, I would cross that line for my daughter, best believe I would. But I'm also going to do my investigation. I will conduct my own investigation. My son, my daughter, my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, my sister. They can bring me all of this, all of these words. I need evidence. Because if I'm across that line for you, I'm putting my life in jeopardy in, in some way. So for me to do that, I got to make sure I know what I'm walking into. Like, I'm not just going to go off of what you say. You Such and such did what? Where he at? Let me go talk. Let me go see him. Let me see how he doing. I can't just go off of fit like. I don't move off emotions and feelings. Because when you start making decisions off of shit like that, you're going to end up in a, a real shitty place. You're not thinking clearly. Your emotions are doing the thinking. Emotions don't have a seat at the table when it's time to make an important decision. That's the basis of it. That's what one of my mentors says all the time. Emotions don't have a seat at the table when it's time to make an important decision. You got to clear your head of that shit. Sit down. Think rationally. And I'm not going to fuck my life up because 
somebody did you wrong, somebody dumped you, and now you want to get back at them and say they raped you. Because that story has been told. That story has been told. Innocent people die over shit like that. Innocent people's lives get fucked up over shit like that. I need evidence, baby. I'm sorry. Not actually, I'm not sorry. So, <laughs> crucify me if you want to. Say what you want about me. I need evidence. Now, while there may be 5,000 people saying the same thing, you know, it will raise an eyebrow. It will prompt an investigation. If it's me, it will prompt an investigation. Like, all of these people saying the same thing, it's got to be one of two things. Either it's the truth or they all after something. Or one of a few things. A few people telling the truth and the other people just bandwagoning. It could be all of those things. But people so quick to ride for, you know, somebody because they share something in common. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, like I said with black people. We watch the videos, police videos. Like, I don't know how many of us, us, how many of us are experts in the law. Now, while we watch these videos, you know, some of that shit look like it could be handled a different way, especially when somebody is unarmed, clearly, and willingly cooperating, yet they still lose their life. To me, that's irrefutable evidence. That's, that's clean, cut, and dry. Homeboy that was running away from the police officer, and the police officer shot him in the back. That's clean, cut, and dry to me. There's nothing more to see. What investigation? I'm not saying for the... Listen, I'm not in a position to have any say in what happens to R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein... Uh, Bill Cosby, none of them people. So, even though I'm commenting on, you know, what I see from my seat, you know, it it do, it doesn't affect me. And I keep a lot of shit to myself because of the shit that I just said, because I know. It, there are some people who would take offense to that. And I'm not, listen, this is the other thing. I'm not setting out to offend anybody. I just don't see the shit the same way the majority of other people see it. I'm not looking through that same lens. I'm not looking through that emotional lens. I'm not looking through that lens with my feelings. Facts, baby, is what I need. Now, I'm all for the equal treatment of women right get your get your equal pay your equal benefits whatever equal opportunities all of that i'm not against women at all if you can do the same job that i can get paid the same 
is is that simple the difference that i see in me versus other people is you know the way i look at things like okay now i understand the reason why a male might get hired over a female when both are equally qualified or maybe even a woman being more qualified because at the end of the day it is about business so I should hire somebody if I'm a hiring manager I should hire somebody you meet the qualifications but you could get pregnant and possibly be out of work for two to four months whatever it is now I'm losing money. I'm paying somebody who's not doing any work for me. I know how that shit sound. And it's fucked up. It is. Wouldn't it be nice if it could just be? But it ain't. Because the bottom line is the dollar. Like, I get that some companies do it and some companies don't. Other countries do and other countries don't. But when companies are focused on that dollar they're not going to put somebody in a position that's going to lose money for them I got somebody on payroll who ain't producing a lick that's just some logic behind it like some people got to think man like they only thinking for what's right there in front of them at the time. They're not thinking any further than that. I get it. I want women to get equal pay. I want them to have equal rights, equal opportunities. But at the same time, I'm, I don't even know how to categorize myself. Like, I'm an advocate, but I'm not an advocate. I'm a, a, a fair-weather advocate. Because some of the shit I agree with, some of the shit I don't. If you can do the same job that I can do, get your money. Get the same pay. If you're more qualified for the job, get the job. I'm not going to get mad because a woman took a job from me. If she's more qualified, she's more qualified. If she can do the job better than me, then she should do it. But when, when companies is looking at that dollar... I also understand why they wouldn't hire one. Yeah, I see that. I understand that. Do I agree with it? <clears throat> if I'm a business owner and I'm counting my count my coins, it definitely crosses my mind. So in for the good of the business, yes, I agree with it. But on the other side of the coin, no. I mean, for that reason, that one isn't is more delicate than just being a cut and dry answer. Or I mean, I don't know what the whole pay gap reason is. Maybe it's because the possibility of a woman being out on mater- uh, maternity leave. So by paying them less than the male the male counterparts their their co-workers 
they maybe these businesses feel like they are saving what they would lose when that person does go out on maternity leave? I don't know. I didn't go to business school yet. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. That's, that's not the point. Point is, there is legitimacy to the pay gap, women not being on the same playing field as men. And I don't think that is right. But I do believe that it's more delicate than just that. Like, there are other reasons. Like, It is if a woman could play football, should she? Should she be allowed in the NFL? Some big burly foul cabinet built woman built, you know, playing linebacker. Should she be able to play in the NFL? Some three hundred pound dude come and truck her shit. And then celebrate after. Who gonna be offended? Who gonna who gonna who gonna cause a riot over that shit? You think she didn't know what she was getting herself into? Like, if you know, I did, listen. Do I think that? Women being in or not being allowed in some positions came from a good place. I believe that it's possible. Like women in dangerous positions, like I, I think it almost fall in the same category as kids. Like we people are over are protective of women and children. Like why weren't the, uh, women allowed in the military on front lines? in the military I don't know why maybe they thought that they couldn't do the produce the same results that men could maybe they were called themselves looking out for them but again these are adults they can decide for themselves what you know they want to get into if a a female wanted to play football in the NFL and she got in there and she got her head knocked off I don't think she went in there thinking that it wasn't a possibility. And if I'm on the opposing team, I'm not going to let up. I'm here for one reason, and that's to win. And if that means I got to take your head off, I'm doing it. The same way I would somebody else. It ain't a perfect world. It damn sure ain't pretty. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to get somebody else on here. I need somebody with opposing views, baby. We we going to tear it up. I wonder how many people cut this shit off. <laughs> hey, if you got offended, oh, well. I'm not apologizing because I didn't, I didn't set out to offend. Did I realize that the possibility was there? Yes. I'm not responsible for how you take shit. You want to turn it off? Turn it off. You want to walk away? Walk away. Say what you want about me, but I will say the same thing tomorrow, unless I grow in a different direction. But as of right now, that's that's what it is. So 
I don't want to keep going on that. I'll save that for another conversation to where I can have a debate on, you know, a lot of this shit next time. But if you're still here, thank you. Um, I'm about to start answering some of these questions that I got, whether they were sent by people who listen to the show or not. This motherfucking app, I, I don't fucking know. So let me see. We're going to start down here. Which one of your friends has a birthday soon? How are you going to congratulate them? That was sent 21 days ago. Number one, I I don't know. I, I don't know anybody who had a birthday recently within those past 21 days. So, I, I mean, if, off the top of my head, I don't. So... Happy birthday, though. I mean, what you want from me? This is obviously either somebody who don't know me or some random fucking question. Why would you, would you want to get married and why? I'm already married. Because I got kids. Next. What are your thoughts on marriage? It's for who it's for. It ain't for everybody. It's a good thing if, you know, you need that. It's a bad thing if you ain't ready for it. I think. It's got its benefits. Do you prefer to be alone or around people? Both. I like my personal time and I like, you know, time to rub elbows with people. Um something about solitude that I like being alone with my thoughts just being able to uh, you know think critically about the shit that I want to think about whether it affects me or not shit that I just wonder about like what's what's beyond the solar system what's beyond the end of the galaxy you know just just thinking shit and then being around people because I can see what you know is on their mind get their take on something that you know, it's different from, from mine, you know, just being able to see other people in that way, you know, um, a line from your favorite song, your wife is my, if it baby mama, how do you usually discover new music? Um, I've asked people to, you know, let me know what they're listening to. Um, Spotify, uh, they got these playlists that they drop every now and then with new music. I listen to that. And then sometimes I just stumble on it on accident on YouTube. Like when I'm looking for songs that ain't on Spotify, that little sidebar of all the mobile videos, other videos, I just click on those and I just start going down that YouTube hole and I'll, file, I'll find new music that way. Uh, if your significant other gave you the choice to stay or work on the relationship or leave, would you lie and stay when you're not happy because you don't want to hurt their feelings, or would you be honest? I would be brutally honest because uh, my feelings and my happiness is paramount, and I'm not going to sabotage that for anybody or anything because I'm not doing the misery thing. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to say sacrificing, but I'm not uh, compromising what I want 
or what I believe in. If you're not happy or if I'm not happy, I'll let it be known. And it will be up to that person to decide on their next move because I'm going to be okay either way. Like, I don't, I'm the type of person that I don't need or rely on anybody else for anything. So not having that person, it, it, it just wouldn't affect me. Like, I don't, I'm not attached in that way where, you know, I'm going to try to coddle somebody. I'm not going to sugarcoat. There's no room for that. You get these bars straight, cut, and dry like this is what it is. This is how I feel about it. You'll move. Ball in your court. Straight honest. That's it. Um, what should a single person do when all your friends are in a relationship? Hang with other single people. Hang with other single people. Go do shit by yourself. Uh, you don't want to be the third wheel. Like that shit whack. And you, you, you sitting there while the other people over there smooching on each other, kissing on each other, filling each other up, not conversing with you because they got somebody else. Go hang with other single people or do shit by yourself. What do you think people think about you? I have no idea. I don't care. Um, well, I care about what people, th- I care about what certain people think because I value their opinion. And there's only a handful of people like, and people that I, I would say that I look up to in certain ways or admire in certain ways, I would, I would, I would care what they think about me. But for the most part, no, nah, I don't care about what anybody else thinks about me. So. Where these people can't think for themselves. Um, what was the last person you met? I don't fuck. I just, I'm not even asking that. Uh, where's the funniest place you have ever fallen asleep? I don't know. Church, doctor's office, hospital. I don't know. How many contacts do you have? What the? F- I don't know. What's the best part in life? Food. What smells bring back, brings you back to childhood? Curve, cologne, and banana pudding. Uh, if you could own an exotic pet, what would you choose? Bro, exotic pet. What the fuck? I don't know, a moose? It's the furthest home furthest from home you've been uh los angeles which websites do you visit daily uh google pornhub if you could 
pick an eye color, what would you choose? The one I have now, brown. What's the latest thing that made you smile? Uh, a picture and a video of some fucking Kawhi Leonard shit was hilarious. Hey. Okay. Hey, it's for horses. What is the one thing you want most in your life right now? To be successful on my own accord. Like, I want all the things that I want out of life. That's it. I want what I want. Like, I just, I, I want that shit. Everything that I want. I want success on my terms. And success on my terms is a lot of things, but nothing unattainable. So, uh, play any sports? If so, what kind? I'm like, I don't, basketball every now and then. I play catch. Is that a sport? I don't know. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? What? Are you saving up for anything? Yes. I plan on taking a few trips this year. And I got I was a license I want to get, so I'm saving up for that. Have you ever tried to be a vegetarian? Yes. Failed. What's the most important thing in life? My happiness. That's what it is. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Are you mature yet immature compared to your actual age? Uh, I'm mature when I have to be, but mostly immature. Because I like fun, laughter, and... Uh, college comedy type shit are you the kind of person who is affected by the departure of people no bye see you sayonara my life is gonna go on like I don't know why people get hung up on people walking out of their lives I don't care what you have shared with them or what y'all had together the memories good riddance man just move on like I no I'm just done like it took one time for me to have um, a severed relationship, and I just got cold after that. Just like, hmm, whatever. I don't care if we knew each other, knew, known each other for ten years, twenty years. Like, if we, if there's, if there's ties been severed, so be it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I will reach out and try to set. I don't. It depends on what the the cause is. If it seems mutual, I'm just gonna let it be. Like if there's nothing being done on either side of that friendship or that relationship, I'm just gonna let it be. I'm cool. Like it may seem disingenuous because people probably think that, you know, if you really a friend, you should reach out and try to, you know, get that back. Nah, fam. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting that energy back. No. No, especially if it seems mutual, like, oh, well, I thought that you, oh, well, I, y'all should already be communicating to where that, that shouldn't even be. So, that's how I feel about that. What is the first thing you notice about people? Uh, well, people is a general statement. Uh, if it's a female, uh, her nails and her eyebrows and her teeth, her smile. Uh, dudes, I mean, 
I'm not looking at them like that. Okay. Like at work, for instance, I can I can see or, you know, sense the lack of confidence, like the un- uncertainty about somebody. Like somebody, one of my guys who works here, he always comes to me in this whispering type of tone, just real low. Hey, hey, Marcus, um, do you think that? It's like, dude, speak up. Come on. Um, so that is probably what I noticed the most. Like, if you, if you just, if you just, like, put off this weak vibe, I, I, that's probably the first thing I noticed about the dude before. Female is hair, eyebrows, teeth, and nails. And a smile, yeah. Them fucking eyebrows, boy. Ooh, I don't know. It's, just something, I, I, it's something about a woman who takes the time to, you know, tune her appearance. Taking the time to arch their eyebrows, make sure their teeth are pretty clean, white. Um, hair is done, nails is popping. It, I, I mean, I, I like to see that on a woman um, because I know that they take care of themselves in that way, you know, being presentable. Um, they care about the way you they look. So, I don't know, it's just not about fucking eyebrows. I, I remember watching America's Next Top Model. I don't know how fucking long ago it was, but this woman on here eyebrows were fucking flawless yo you have no idea uh do you think someone likes you and if you know for a fact they do do you like them back yo this can't be somebody i know i don't know if somebody like i i don't first off i don't interact with a lot of people because I'm at work and then I go home. My interactions with people are minimal. And then I live over a thousand miles away from the majority of the people that I know. So, I mean, if somebody liked me, I'd probably like them back. I like who likes me. Like, that's how attraction works. What's your favorite candy? Uh, Gummy bears. In life, do you see yourself more of a bystander or are you more of a participant and why? I don't know. It depends on the situation. I mean, I, there are cases where I would just sit there and let shit happen. And there are other times where I join in, whatever that is. If you were to change one thing about technology, what would it be and why? These fucking cell phones and social media, man, because... The, the the personal interactions with people are like slowly disappearing. People don't know how to interact with other people. They always had a phone in their hand. They're looking down at their phone if they are talking to somebody. Like people don't know how to have conversations for real anymore. That whole human interaction is like it's just going away, and it's gonna come a time where you know, standing next to somebody, texting them instead of using your words verbally, talking to them is gonna be the new normal. Go listen. To, if you haven't seen the movie *Idiocracy*, go and watch that movie. I swear, it's the documentary on the future. For real. What secrets do you have that you hide from the world? Why the fuck would I tell anybody any of those secrets? 
next do you prefer to ask questions or answer them um both uh if there's something that i want to know i'll definitely ask the question um under the right circumstances like there are questions that i have have for people <coughs> i'm sorry there are questions that i have for people that uh you know i would be crossing the line if i asked them uh and i know that so at this time i'm not gonna ask them now it's just how i move like there may be a time where i do or if the time presents itself where uh there's a certain conversation being had where that question has a time and place but you know for the most part i that's that's where i stand on questions depends on what it is now as far as answering them i'll definitely answer a question i for the most part am an open book anything you ask me i i will do my best to answer um there's no sense in withholding information uh yeah that's 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 about it how do you define love man love is a intricate thing um i think people have different views on what love is and what it is to them um some people need to hear the words some people need the actions um all of that i mean it it just is whatever you say it is um i think you can say i think i would say love is uh it's it's an action you know and i show that by you know what i do for people that i love um and not just saying it i don't think it needs to I personally don't think it needs to be said. You know, a dog knows you love, your dog loves you, or, you you know, you you, you can tell your dog. Now, I'm not even getting into that, but, yeah. What? No. What the fuck? What are your plans, your ambitions for the next two and a half years? Um... I would like to be in, I don't know, I would like to be in the six figures within the next two and a half years. That's just a number for me to reach. I'd like to be in six figures. Um, I'd like to have uh, at least forty thousand dollars in savings um probably i'd like to invest at least twenty thousand dollars in different things over the next couple years um i'd like to be uh at least halfway out of debt within the next two and a half years um And I like to have lost some weight within the next two and a half years. <laughs> I think that would be it for that. Future goals. That's kind of the same thing. Well, all of that, what I just said. And I want my pilot's license. I want my pilot's license and I want to uh, 
get into like a uh, shared ownership uh, with the plane, so that way you know I can fly whenever I want. Block people on Instagram? No, I have not. Would you be upset if you lost the one you love? Be honest. Yes, I would be upset. Uh, but you know, with shit like that, um, I understand there's a process. Uh, but it's not something that I couldn't overcome. You know, and I know that dwelling on you know shit like that can just eat you alive. So, yeah, I would be upset for a time, but, you know, I know me personally, I do get over things. So, yeah, I'd be upset. I don't know for how long, but I know eventually I'll get over it. I'm not going to sit there and dwell on it because my bills still need to get paid. You know, my kids still need to get taken care of. You know, shit ain't going to stop because I lost somebody. Do you like kids? I like my kids. Do you have family members that hate you? Probably. Uh, well, hate, I don't know. I know at least one who, who ain't rocking with me right now, but what the fuck ever. Do you ever regret me? Regret. Oh, that's what they... Sp yeah, that's... No, they didn't spell it. Fuck. <laughs> Do you ever regret meeting a certain person? No. Do you usually trust your gut feelings? Yes. Um. Yeah. I really want to know more about your personality. What are your secrets? What? Come on, fam. Do you use to run from the truth because you're scared that it, that you might get hurt oh that ain't for me that's it as far as questions go run some more run some more run some more um but yeah um just to recap like I said if I offended you oh well I didn't I can't apologize for that because I did not set out to offend and I'm not um, gonna be held accountable for the way somebody else takes something. You are in charge of your feelings and emotions, not me. So that's how I feel about that. And thanks again for listening. I hope that you tune in next week. Um, I do have a guest lined up. It was supposed to be today, but you know I. I thought it better for them to, you know, handle their business because I don't want to put them under uh, time stress. So, you know, I told them to go handle their business. And when you free free, then we can have a conversation. But other than that, thank you all for listening. It's the Psych Ward. Peace.